And joining me now is Ivana Trump. Ivana, so great to have you here on the show. Hi, Rita. How are you? Well, it's wonderful. You and I have known each other for so many years. Many, many years. I am so proud of you with this book called Raising Trump. Um, Why did you decide to write it? You have such a great life story, and I'm glad you're sharing so much of it in this wonderful book. Well, I, you know, when the children went to uh, the campaigns and uh, real uh, rallies and the uh, debate, they became to know very, uh, uh, become to be known very well around America. And people would go and stop me on the streets, on the airport, you know, the, wherever I was, in the restaurants, and they would say, Ivana, you raised such a fabulous kid. So I said, okay, I'm going to write a book about my my life and how did I raise the three fabulous kids. And uh, I just did it, you know, and uh, it is up on the stand. It's called Raising Trump. And I give the, the parents the, the tips which I instill in my kids, and uh, the, that is that. Are you amazed to see how just eloquent they are? And here you are, you know, no matter what, even though they're your kids, They've been under such tremendous pressure, under such a spotlight. And I told everybody during, you know, your ex-husband's campaign, I thought the kids were his best advertisement, I'm telling you, because they were so articulate. And people go, gosh, you know, look at his kids. Look at him. He can't be so bad. Anybody who was criticizing him, you go, look at these kids. Well, I tell you something. I raised the kids from age of 6, 8, and 12 totally by myself. You know, because Donald, Donald, oh, we got a divorce, and Donald was not involved in raising my kids at all. I would go and I would give my uh, kids a schedule. They would get up at uh, 7 o'clock in the morning. They would go to the school at 8. They would go by the father's office to say good morning. After uh, after the school, I gave them so much to do. Just keep them busy, 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 busy with the singing classes and piano classes and the, and the, the karate and the hockey and skiing and golf and tennis, they had no time to get in trouble. So this is number one, uh, the priority which I have for the kids. Keep the kids busy. They have no time to go to trouble. The kids would come back at 5 o'clock, they would do their homework, and then they would go to the bed and fall in a coma. I mean, they were sleeping by 7 o'clock. So discipline and schedule are most important thing for me, for my kids. And everybody, we are talking to Ivana Trump, Donald Trump's first wife, the mother of his three eldest children. Her great book is called Raising Trump. You know, Ivana, too, you also taught them the value of money. And here, of course, you hear the name Trump and you see, think of money and all the things. There's a great story that I was reading, Ivana, and I'm not surprised knowing you. You would fly in first class, but they would be in coach. You, and you gave a great message to them early on about the value of a dollar. Well, I told them the value of money, yes. I flew the first class, and kids were in economy. They were perfectly fine, very small kids. There was absolutely nothing wrong with it. And one day Ivanka asked me, can I get upgrade? I said, you get upgrade when you can afford it. <laughs> and then by the age of the 10, each of the kids, I, was in, I took them to do the south of France or Italy or whatever it is on my boat for months of June and July. In August, 
they had to go and return to America, and they were working cutting the grass on the tram golf courses, or they were, they were, Adorno Jr. loved the boating, so he was working for me when I was running the Trump's Castle Hotel at Casino. He was working in the marina, you know, the cleaning up the boats, fueling up the boats, the taking the luggage in and out and stuff like that. And Ivanka was working in the flower shop. And they were getting four to five dollars an hour, you know, nine to five. And Dora Jr. came to me like a three hour, years later. said, Mom, why you don't to raise us the money? Why we cannot get from five dollars to six dollars? I said, you know why? He said, why? I said, because you did not ask. You don't <laughs> ask, you don't get. <laughs> There was also another great story you spoke about, Ivanka. And Ivana Trump, you, there's a great story about her going through the punk phase. Um, here she is, you know, a White House advisor, but like a lot of kids, uh, they experiment. And what, she came back with blue hair? <laughs> she came one day, she was 14. She came one day, day home, and her hair was like a light blue. So I immediately went to do Dwayne Reed, bought, bought the bottle of Nice and Easy, Claro, nice and easy. Carl, I came home, I put it off. The blue car was gone in about two hours flat. <laughs> <laughs> you have talked about how you think maybe there might be another Trump in the White House in the future. Do you think that any of the three are capable of maybe being in the White House in the future or in, in politics on a, on a bigger level? I think my two sons are very grounded. They're very happy to be in New York. Uh, Donald Jury has uh, five kids, and, uh, and he's working in Trump organization. He's very busy. Don, uh, the Eric had just baby about two months ago, the first son. And uh, Ivanka is in Washington. And the only one thing which I can think that Ivanka is so, you know, uh, well-educated, you know, well-spoken, well-mattered, and maybe she can be another, the first female president of the United States. Who knows? So that would make you the first mother. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Makes me the first wife and first mother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be first everything at that point, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the most surprising thing as we talk about Ivanka? Because, of course, you know your kids so well. And you see them there. What are some of the things that you think make her unique and special? Maybe some things we haven't seen in the headlines. Well, Ivanka, you know, she had to go and move from New York, uh, from the penthouse with the three kids and uh, the husband. And she had to go and move to, uh, uh, to Washington to buy the new house, new nannies, new activities for the kids. I mean, it really had to be very, very hard for her. So I really salute her of the great work she's doing, and she's the one which is closest to my ex, to Donald, and uh, she says it to him as it is. She doesn't need to pretend, and she doesn't need to make a strategy. She just tells him as it is, how she thinks it. Sometimes he takes it, and he listens, and sometimes he doesn't. Do you think she is probably his closest advisor? or at least the one who is telling him like it is? I think so, yes. Do you think there are any other people that can kind of tell it to him straight? 
I have no idea in the ad- about administration and who is close to him and not close to him. I really don't follow it that that much. But know that Ivanka can tell you his father exactly how she feels and how she thinks. And then again, he listens. He's a very good listener. And he's going to take it or he's going to leave it. You never know. Does she know if he's going to take it or if he's going to leave it? What do no, you think? No, I don't think she knows. But at least you, you feel that she doesn't hold anything back when she talks with him? No, I don't think so, no. How important is that relationship? And that must make you very proud to be able to see that relationship with her and with now the president. Well, it is uh, very important. It's a, it's a daughter-father relationship, and uh, the fathers are always you know, the, my, the little girl and uh, my little everything. So, you know, she's doing all, you know, she can, and, and she's doing it very, very well. And I think Donald is doing fantastic in the White Office. He's doing what is the best for America. He's gotten a lot of critics, and he's gotten a lot of critics, Ivana, over his immigration policy. You know, some people have said his travel ban is racist. Is he a racist from your experience? I don't think he's racist. Let me talk about how you met Donald Trump, because your story is an amazing story. Um, You come to America, and tell us about the moment that you met now the President of the United States. Well, I I went from Montreal, was living in Montreal with my my, uh, friends, and I was asked, I was modeling in Montreal, I was asked to go to New York, so I had to go to New York, I didn't want to go because during it was during the Olympic Games in Montreal, and I was a hostess of it because I'm Olympian myself. And I had to go because the show, fashion show, was choreographed on the music. So if I would not go, it would mess it up for all my friends. So I went to New York, and I went to Americana and the hotel, and the girls, they say, Ivana, we have to go out, we have to go out. And I said, I really don't want to go out. You know, I'm tired. And uh, that tomorrow is a rehearsal. The day after is a show. I really didn't want to go out. And they talked me into it. So we went to the Maxwell's Plum, a very famous restaurant in, the, in Manhattan. And we walk in, and it was totally packed. We're like a Cipriani uptown, totally packed. And so the manager said, oh, girls, you can go and stand by the, stand by the bar. And I said, girls, we are going to stand in here for hours because which manager of the restaurant would not want to have eight beautiful girls by the bar when the guys are cruising around? And by the way, you are still extremely beautiful, too. Not just them, but extremely beautiful now, Ivana. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. So anyway, suddenly there is somebody which put a hand on my back shoulder, and I look around, and there is this tall, blonde hair blue-eyed guy, and he said, hi, my name is Donald Trump. I mean, I did not know anybody, uh, 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 nobody who knew Donald Trump. At that time, nobody knew about Donald Trump. He was just, you know, American, all good-looking guy. And uh, I said, yes, and he said, oh, girls, I can go and uh, give you the table real fast. And uh, I look at my friends, and I said, I have a good news. We're going to have a table real fast, but this guy behind me is going to go and sit with us. <laughs> so sure enough, 
He goes and he sits with us. We have a dinner. And before the end of the coffee, he disappears. So I said, okay, girls, let's just pay the bill. Let's go back to the hotel. And, uh, and the waiter came around, and he said the bill was taken care of. I said, excuse me? He said, yes, bill was taken care of. I said, I never heard about a man which paid for something. He didn't want anything in the return. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so we walk out, and outside of Maxwell Plum, it's a stretch limousine. And Donald, it's in the front seat. He went, when, when we had a coffee, he went to his house, to the garage, picked up the stretch limousine. It was over the weekend. And his driver was not working. He drove it and he took us back to the hotel. This is how we started. And everybody, we are talking to Ivana Trump. Her book is called Raising Trump. It's an amazing story of an incredible life that you had even before Donald Trump. And then the pairing of the two of you was just blockbuster. Um, you were married almost 16 years. You got engaged yeah. after that moment in Maxwell's. What, uh, you got married eight months later. Eight months later. <laughs> Did you ever imagine this man, this all-American man that you met that night and this uh, charming, funny man that you met that night would become the president of the United States? Did you ever imagine that moment? Well, you know, Don was, was always very ambitious. And if he sets his uh, mind on something, he does it. And he did it all his life. So I'm not really surprised. What do you think it is about him? He always has to win. He's always got that last word he's got to get in. What is it about his nature? Well, he needs to win. And it uh, it went through my divorce, which was brutal for two years, and uh, 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 negotiation, negotiation, negotiation. Donald doesn't like to lose. He likes to win. So anyway, after two and a half years, we eventually settled on something, and I'm perfectly fine. I'm making my own money after the divorce. I I've, uh, uh, I wrote three books. I was on the shopping channels in the Canada Home Shopping Network and QVC in London. I make a lot of money for my own. So I really didn't need his support, honestly. Well, and you were a big part of his success. It's interesting. People don't realize, of course, when you guys met, he was. Um, I was hearing you made. he was making $70,000 a year working for his dad, and as you point out, you played such a big role in the success and, and of the kids and so much. You still are in touch with him, and I think that that's a great part of the story, too. How often you talk with him now, and, and what advice do you give him when you talk to him, Ivana? Because you are so well-grounded, and obviously it reflects on the kids and yourself. We're talking here and there, not that often, because I know how busy he is and how many issues he has to deal with every day and things like that, but, uh, you know, we speak here and there, and uh, I wish him the best. What do you say to him? What's the last piece of advice you gave to him? Because you, you gave great advice, obviously, to the kids. <laughs> I told him, keep tweeting. You know, this is only one way how you can get your word across without the press being involved, because you speak to the New York Times. The New York Times is the worst newspaper. They sued me last August. They want to reopen my divorce documents, which is old, 25 years, to go and get the dirt on Donald Trump. And I prevail. I said, of my dead body, my divorce documents are going to be open. So they were bad. The CNN was horrible to him. I would not go and go on the show 
or give the interview to New York Times or CNN if my dead body would depend on it. How do you think he'll go down in history? How do you think in terms of ranking of presidents? I think he's going to be known as a new president, new new uh, uh, ideas. He's not a politician. He's a businessman, and he's going to run the country as a business. And that's what we need. He has to negotiate. He has to go and keep eye on America. Forget about the rest of the world. We have to take care of first America, Americans, their jobs, their taxes, their, 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 their Medicare, and then we can take, take care of the rest of the world and save the rest of the world. But before America, it's great again. We can really, he cannot really do it, and he doesn't want to. Do you think he'll go down as one of our greatest presidents, Ivana? I think it's going to be known as a very unusual and great president. And what do you think is the message from the book that people can take as they see him and as they see the kids and as they see you? What do you think is the greatest message from the book, Ivana? I think the, the biggest message is to keep the kids, you know, on the, on the strict leash, you know, the, the, honestly, and give them the schedule, give them the discipline, give them the goal. I know the friends of mine, they have a kids which don't, will not wake up till 2 o'clock afternoon, and they have a the, the, the uh, Black Americans Express card, and they have nothing to do afternoon, so they go shopping. Then they have enough money to buy the drugs, alcohol, and uh, and uh, 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 cigarettes. So you know you don't give the kids too much money. You give them money enough to take a friend for the size of pizza or hamburger, but it is that. If you give them a lot of money, the kids go wild. And I have seen it a hundred times. Is there any advice that you would give to your ex-husband? Is there um, about the tweeting? Would you ever say, look, maybe don't tweet. Maybe you're, you're a very strict person with rules. Is there something you would say, hey, wait a minute, I love the tweeting, because I think, by the way, on, on one hand, it's great, because he gets the message out. Are there sometimes you say, don't do that? No, I just will tell him, do exactly what you're doing. You're doing great. Well, Ivana Trump, congratulations on the book. What an extraordinary life. Um, and you must just sit there and marvel and say, wow, when you see your ex-husband there and to see your three amazing kids, it really is just a remarkable, extraordinary life. And I'm so glad you're sharing it with all of us. Thank you so much. Raising Trump by Ivana Trump. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.